e-commerce babes, this one's for you. The foundations to grow a strong e-commerce biz with the e-com legend herself, Lisa Byrne. Now, this is episode number 103 of the Social Hub podcast, and that means you can find all the relevant links for anything I talk about in this episode at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 103. You're listening to the Social Hub podcast a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. I am so excited for this episode, babes. Legit pumped AF for all my e-com friends out there to hear this app. Reason being is that I don't position myself as an e-commerce expert by any stretch of the imagination. I can definitely help you e-commerce babes with social media strategy and how to leverage social media, but that's pretty much where my expertise ends on the subject of e-commerce because the thing is, I firmly believe that all of you e-com babes out there need, nay, deserve to have the support from a coach and mentor that actually specializes in that business model. I shine in the realm of service-based businesses, course creators, digital creators, and coaches. That is my jam. E-commerce babes, I love you so much, but my scope to help you is limited and I'm okay with saying that. So for that reason, I know that this pod has lacked in content specific for e-com babes. So For those of you out there who follow me and are listening along, I have brought in the big guns today in the form of Lisa Byrne. Now, Lisa is an e-commerce marketing coach for women in the early stages or years of their product business or online store. Lisa helps women simplify and strengthen their marketing and business foundations so they can step out of overwhelm and into growth mode. She does this with her group coaching program and course Ecom Grow Strong um, or via her marketing strategy in a day VIP experience. Lisa has 21 years of marketing experience growing household name brands. Now, that is not something to be shy of, right? Like 21 years of experience in marketing here and being an ex So um, I love the fact that I've got someone in that really knows her stuff for you um, e-com people out there. So Lisa's also a driven feminist. She's a mum of two and lives a quiet life on the beach on the central coast of New South Wales. Now, I've been following Lisa for a while on Instagram and connecting with her, and she is exactly who I would go to if I wanted to grow an e-commerce business myself. She is a real person who gives a real solid strategy and has a really practical approach for women, particularly mums, who are juggling a lot, because let's face it, women, ladies, mamas, we are juggling all the things. And we want to be able to grow a business without burning out um, and working 72 hours a day, because there's not that many hours in the day. 
So this episode is full of gold nuggets from Lisa on her core foundations that you need to grow a strong e-commerce business. And it's a hoot. So without further ado, I will hand over to this magical combo. All right. Welcome, Lisa, to today's episode of the podcast. I'm thrilled to have you here today, to be perfectly honest, because this is the first time I've had a specific e-commerce expert on here. And at nearly 100 episodes, it's like really highly time I got (laughs) an e-commerce expert. And I've been following and connecting with you for a little while on Instagram and I'm in your Facebook group. And I just absolutely love your approach and love what you do um, with all that entire industry, really. Um, So I'm thrilled to have everyone here to hear your gold on how to grow a strong e-commerce business and kind of really the foundations of that. Because there'd be a lot of people in my audience who've been following along and have been on the podcast for a while that um, haven't had this content from me. So it's it's going to be really cool. So I'd love for you to, first of all, share a bit about you and your business with everyone. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm chuffed that I'm your first e-com lady. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I could talk about this all day, as I'm sure you could talk about your what you do all day. So, yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I'm an e-commerce marketing coach for women with online stores and product-based businesses specifically. And I help them make more sales by actually doing less marketing, which sounds very strange coming from a marketing person. But I'm a huge believer in avoiding overwhelm as much as possible um, for women in business. Because a lot of the time, you know, we're juggling 7,000 other things like families and children, relationships, whatever that is. So it's all about working smarter and not harder, which is one of those things that people throw out there. And it, and that is hard. It's hard to achieve. You know, let's be honest, it is bloody hard to achieve that. So you do need support, um, especially for product-based businesses. So I work with women either in my course or one-on-one and I help them achieve getting more focused um, and being able to use their energy and their time and their money more effectively on their marketing. And I do that by helping them look at their foundations first and foremost, and I can go into what that means. Also leaning into their data, because as you know, an online business, it's all based on numbers and we've got to get comfortable with looking at our numbers, but also how to read them and plan from them. And then making a marketing strategy and plan that attracts and converts, because that's what we need to do, continually attract and convert and repeat. Um, But finding a marketing strategy that works for them, like making it achievable, because it's we do get so caught up in, you know, do this, do this, do this, do that. But really, as a solopreneur, or as a potentially a woman with a you know a family and maybe a virtual assistant or potentially a small team, it we have to make our time work. So it has to be practical. And plus, it also needs to lean into their natural born skills as well, because we're not, we don't have to be good at everything, despite what we're told, you know, we can, we can lean into what we're really bloody good at, and what we really love to do. And that is going to help make marketing feel easier and more effective as well. So that's kind of in a nutshell of what I do. Um, with my clients and with my students, I've got a 10-week group coaching program called Ecom Grow Strong, which starts again in Feb. And I do do one-on-one with uh, clients too. Plus, I have a podcast called Ecommerce Marketing Society and a free Facebook group by the same name. So, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I just, I just love that. And I love the whole 
um, thing about making it work for them um, because same thing, working with women and often when I see women start to get that like mum guilt and burnout from what they're doing with their businesses because they're trying to put this cookie cutter approach that they've, I don't know, downloaded from a course or from an yeah. ebook or something into their business and their life. And really as women in business, we are juggling more than just our business. We are juggling home stuff. A lot of women are just doing it on their own. Some of them don't even have a virtual assistant or a team to help them. So it's got to be achievable. Otherwise you will just burn out. Um, and you just, it won't be, you won't be able to do it. And yeah, you, the wheels fall off and you go, it's not working and, you know, and it's too hard. Yeah. It's got to be workable. And I think that whole thing of, like you said, working smarter, not harder is it's a hard, it's a fine balance to achieve. But if you can achieve it, um, it sets you up for that long-term sustainability, which is also what you need to be successful in business too. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. And the smarter, not harder, like not to sugarcoat it, um, either because especially for product-based businesses it's it's not an easy path to choose and and it, it does differ from service-based businesses in the fact that you have to invest a ton of money in design production manufacturing you have you have to you know, be the jack of all trades you have to um you know sell stock that you've already paid for that's scary so Working smarter, not harder. You're still going to be working harder, but the smart part comes into, yeah, playing to your strengths, finding your bare minimum that makes you feel, you know, calm as much as possible, um, and trying to do as much smart marketing as possible. So focusing on where you're going to see the biggest return, and also automating as much as you can too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and. That kind of leads really nicely into probably the first thing I'd love you to expand on, which is the importance of e-commerce businesses getting that specific e-commerce strategy. Because I know myself, I don't specialize in e-com. Like I'm definitely um, like service-based, course creators is my jam. In terms of like basic social media strategy, yeah, I could help any business. But for e-commerce, I know there's a point that I, I am not the person they need anymore. They need an expert. Um, so, you know, and I can only kind of take them so far and it is different from a service-based business. So I'd kind of really love for you to expand for the e-com people out there, how important that is for them in terms of foundations. Totally. Yeah. It, it's, they're so, so different, vastly different business models. It requires a different marketing strategy altogether. It requires specific technical skills, knowledge in the industry, knowledge about products and manufacturing, um, you know, also experience in the trenches working within a product-based or e-commerce business. Um, and the business owner experience is vastly different too. So not only do you need a different marketing strategy, but you need to understand and appreciate where they're coming from and the, the, the pain or the challenges that they're sitting in, the stresses that they're sitting in. So you can support that person in, in, in show up how they need you. So, you know, I may piss a few service providers off by saying this, but I do believe that product business, women in, with product business owners, I'm um, sorry, product businesses, they work so bloody hard hard and they do have so many plates to spin. Like I said before, they need to be putting a chunk of money into producing their yeah. products and their prototypes. And that in itself is filled with heartbreaks, um, you know, failures, um, you know, lots of successes too. But 
you know, dealing with um, manufacturers overseas, all that kind of stuff. So the pressure is on for product-based businesses. Um, so you do need to work with someone that knows what you're sitting in um, and that can help alleviate, you know, your issues or your, you know, grow your business um, and talk the same language as you because I've, I meet a lot of women and um, over the years and probably less so now as more e-com, you know, support people like myself come to the surface. But let's say when I first started four years ago, there was no one really um, specialising in e-commerce, working with online um, store owners. Um, so quite often I'd meet women that would be like, oh, my God, I just spent $10,000 on a mastermind and I sat in there for you know six months with 30 other women in service-based businesses and I learned nothing. Or yeah. I had to sit listening to service-based que- questions for two hours in a call and, um, you know, then when it did get to my time, they didn't really answer my question. So that's kind of a common experience. Yeah. Um, and I love specialising in one area because I can become an absolute pro at it. You know, I spend my days and my bank balance investing on upskilling so I can help these women specifically with what they're working with. And if you, you know, work with a generalist business coach or, you know, you're just not going to get that level unless they have a particular passion or background in e-commerce, you're not going to get that um really knowledgeable background and support no I I 100% agree and um I think you know and I've seen that before you know with people too where they're like oh I've just been in this mastermind but no one else did what I do and I didn't feel like anyone really they didn't really understand what I was going through and I even know like and it's so true like the investment in terms of like product conception and then product creation and you know are you getting that manufactured for you or are you doing it yourself like I worked with you know one of my clients she had a a fashion label and she sewed it all herself Mm -hmm. so she's up until all hours of the day and night um cutting out these patterns sewing it all herself doing all her marketing and it was like do you even sleep like do you make any money yeah, how many times to sleep? What what's your hourly rate? Like, how many cents are you working for? Um, whereas, you know, and I'm and I'm not saying service based business is easy, like as in it's a walk in the park. But you know, in terms of infrastructure, sometimes it's Zoom website. Like, you know, there's a there is less there there is there is less stuff that you need definitely. Um, so if someone I was, think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. If someone has started an e-commerce business and is, you know, like struggling to get traction, say they're listing in and they're like, okay, I've got a product-based business, but I'm not really getting many sales. I'm following what I think I'm meant to be doing. Where can they first kind of start to look to figure out what could be the missing link there? Yes. Yeah, great question. And this is super common and it happens to every single business owner you know, no matter if you've only just started or you're five years down the track or, you know, you're doing 10K months or you're doing 100K months, at some point or another, sales will, you know, slow or you your success might plateau or you may not be getting any traction. And this is sort of where we need to sort of shift into, um, you know, diagnose phase. And I, it's my particular favourite because I quite fancy myself as a bit of a detective and I like to <laughs> get in. I always wanted to be one. Um, 
I get in and have a look at what's going on. And, you know, business owners can do this on their own too, but you, you need to look at external factors and internal factors that could be creating this. Like external is, you know, new competitors in the market, you know, product market fit. Do people actually even want what you're selling? Um, is it something that is desired? You know, is it seasonal, that kind of thing? And then internal, you can kind of narrow it down to a couple of things. And there's a whole bunch of data, I guess, you could look at. So it could be a traffic problem. So just nobody knows about you. And I love what you mentioned in one of your podcasts that I um, listened to this morning. It's like having a sign in the desert. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I was like, yeah, I've, I know a few people like that. Yeah, like you, put something, you put something on your website and go, I made this thing. It's on my website. Where's all the sales? Oh, I've got crickets because you've just chucked it in the middle of the desert and didn't send anyone there. <laughs> Yes, and the um, build it and they will come. Yes. Um, you know, how many times have you seen in Facebook groups? I've launched my business um, two weeks ago and I haven't made any sales. I was like, okay, what marketing have you done? Well, not much. Yeah. So that it's it's not going to work. Yeah. Unfortunately, marketing is that necessary evil um, that we have to do in our businesses. And it's not everyone loves it. That's totally fair enough. Um, so yeah, it's either a traffic problem. So people don't know you exist. Uh, they don't know where to find you. They don't know, yeah, how to get to your website. Um, or it could be a messaging or communication problem. So you might not be communicating your value, your point of difference. You may not even be saying anything at all because a lot of the time when I look at websites that I'm reviewing or trying to figure out why something isn't working for someone it's like okay well there's no messaging on your homepage, or that your Instagram bio is um, unclear you know it's down to those little things we've yeah. almost got to like I hate saying this but dumb it right down like pretend that nobody knows anything about you all the time and you've got two to three seconds to communicate what you sell who it's for why they should buy it yeah. So that's a messaging problem. It could be a website problem, like it's not set up to convert and there's a whole bunch of things that you need to do to make sure your website's going to be amazing. Um, and then the last one is really mindset because, and I know you talk about this a lot I, too, like self-belief is so crucial to our success. If we, don't, if we think we suck and we're not going to get anywhere, then that's going to come across in our marketing and um, that energy is is going to not not work well for us. So, you know, working on your own self-belief and your confidence, that's a long-term game and, and it's not easy. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it is crucial to your success. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, realistic expectations too come into it in a big way. Like there's there's a lot and, you know, I'm all about, you know, abundant mindset and yeah reaching for the stars and all that sort of thing but um we've also got to have a little bit of realism in what we're expecting from ourselves and you know if you're a fledgling fledgling business that's just started and you haven't had say you know a, a huge amount of um you know finance capital to maybe do massive big campaigns and things like that then and it is going to be a little bit slower at the start. It doesn't mean to say you're not going to get to those goals, but you've, you've, you've got to compare apples with apples. That person yeah. that sold a million units of something in their first weekend, what did they? What are the resources they had behind them to get to that point? If you're a solo mom with two little kids at home and you've done everything yourself, it's not apples with apples. And that that's where people, I find it really derails their mindset because they're comparing themselves to someone else that is not the same as them. Yeah. 
And particularly with e-commerce, it's competitive out there. Like, you know, particularly, you know, you can say something in your lounge room and all of a sudden Facebook's showing your ads for it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that whole thing around like clarity of what you do, you know, obviously everyone needs to have that clarity. But when someone's looking for a product to solve a problem, it's like, is this the product for me? Because there's probably about 20 different products that they've seen mm-hmm. on Facebook or Instagram or the TV or their friend's neighbor who had a cousin who used something that mm-hmm. said it was really good. So it that, that it is super, super important to get that clarity out there. And I guess that leads into the next question was like, what is the thing you move on from once you know the numbers? Is it that messaging? Like, is that the sort of thing you move into next? Yeah, definitely. So that's part of like e-commerce foundations, which is what I work through in with my clients and in my course um, is getting the base, nailing the basics. So being able to articulate your message really well across all your marketing channels. Um, so yeah, getting clear on what it is you sell, which sounds really broad and um, simple, but you know, it's one of the things that's missing a lot of the time um, when I'm looking at a business. It's okay. It's nothing is really actually clear as if how you summarize it or how you articulate who it's for. You may say sell homewares, but is it for homewares for the boho babe or is it homewares for the Hamptons chic mum? Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. different. And uh, I always say, like, in e-commerce, we don't want to blend in. We want to stand out. You've yes. got to be specific. And that's really scary for some people because maybe we've got the mindset of, okay, well, if I if I'm go broad with my messaging and try to appeal with everyone, um, I'm going to make more sales. But it's actually the opposite. The more you stand out, the more you'll attract that specific person who's looking for Hampton-style homewares um, at an affordable price, let's say, um, you're going to have um, your marketing is going to be more effective. Your marketing will be easier. Your your customers will find you better. Like so, yeah, that's all about your messaging um, and your foundations. The other things with your foundation is knowing your customer. So first things first, we need to know who we're talking to and who we want to attract. If we don't know that as business owners, they won't know that we're for them. Like it's just as simple as that. Um, And your website is a big part of your foundations too. And I spend a lot of time on that, a lot of time on websites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, I just um, created and launched a digital product shop this year. So I'm very well aware and I did it myself. Um, My VA helped me with a few little bits and pieces, but I wanted to, I'm one of those people, I like to know how the nuts and bolts work so that when I get other people to do it for me, at least I can oversee it from a point of, well, actually, I do know how that works, not I've got no idea how it works if yeah. you need to troubleshoot something. Um, maybe it's my, maybe it's part of my controlling nature. I don't know, but that's how I like to do things. But I, I, know, I know the vast difference between managing that part of my business and like a course launch, for example, there's so many more nuts and bolts and I don't even have a physical product really. Like, mm-hmm. so um, what are your tips around websites? Because they are a different ball game for e-commerce. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so I guess that at the very basics, you need to choose which, shot, uh, which platform you're going to use. So if you're a product-based business, it is going, and you're a small 
business as well. So you're starting out, you're kind of bootstrapping or learning how to do everything yourself. I would do recommend choosing Shopify because it's made for people like you rather than WordPress or WooCommerce, um, which you're going to require a, a web developer to help you make any changes. And there's one thing in e-commerce is that it's constantly changing. So you're going to have new products. You're going to have to update um, stock or, you know, imagery, product descriptions, homepage banners, um, category pages. So you're going to need to get in there in those early years, you know, roll your sleeves up and, and make those changes yourself, or you'll be paying someone. So it's yeah. totally fine to pay someone, but it's either, you know, you're paying with your time or you're paying with your money. So choosing the right platform for you. Um, and then, oh, really, it comes back to that message again. So making sure everything is easy and simple and clear. Um, same with service-based businesses, but yeah, more so, I guess, with product-based businesses, because you're going to try and get them to make uh, a purchase or some form of conversion as soon as they hit your website. Yeah. Um, start that sales journey process. So your message needs to be clear on the homepage and above the fold. You need to be showcasing your bestsellers, your key categories, you need to be capturing that traffic so we can remarket to them. So we need to have a fantastic irresistible opt-in and the welcome sequence and the other flow, email automation flows that come from that. So that's another area I focus on a lot because, you know, website optimization and email marketing is something that you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money on. It's not like Facebook ads. And there's not a you know, a lot of um, you know crossing your fingers and hoping for the best. The more you focus on your website optimization and your email marketing, the more money you'll receive back. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a really solid marketing strategy, rather yeah. than you know. And I'm talking for businesses in the early years, not you know businesses that are making two million dollars already and that they know and they've optimized their website. I'm talking about the you know the people that are one to three years in their business. Um, Focusing on those marketing strategies is really going to help you as opposed to jumping into Facebook ads or spending $3,000 on an influencer. Like it's bringing yeah, it yeah, back to yeah. those things that you yeah. can control and own. And, yeah. and that's where some people, you know, I guess because it's, you know, it's bright, shiny, cool things to yeah. do is go, like, do I need an influencer? And, you know, can someone be, you know, showing off my products? And, um, yeah, let's get some Facebook ads going. But really, like, it's the traffic you need with an e-commerce business. You need more people, as many people on that website, as many people doing things on that website, looking at products, doing conversions. So you've got a data to read yeah. and then data you can use for Facebook ads because yeah. with e-com, you need to retarget and all those things to be successful with it. So you need all that data on that pixel. And yes. um, having that yeah. website optimized properly really and, and all your email and everything in the back end, when you then do go to invest in Facebook ads, you've got a way better chance of mm. hitting the ground with your Facebook ads and making money from them faster too. Totally, yeah, yeah. I think. And it's unfortunate that we've been sold Facebook ads as the silver bullet to su- success, whether you're a service provider, you're an e-commerce provider, and they're, they're becoming harder and more so much expensive harder. Yep. Yeah, to see that result. So um, I do suggest looking at your organic marketing first and foremost before yep. you jump into ads. Um, there is some businesses that see success early on, but quite often 
you know, you may have early success, but something changes, something breaks or, you know, something shifts and you have to circle back to those foundations and your organic organic marketing. So, yeah. Were you, you know, testing what, and measuring while you're paying? Yeah, that's Really, it. if you're doing both at the same time. And it doesn't mean to say it can't work, like it definitely yeah. can, um, but you've got to have a really good strategy behind you. Yeah. A lot of people can't afford to get into Facebook ads straight away either. So, it, you know, and I say the same thing with service-based businesses too, is it's like do all your test and measuring in the organic space. It doesn't cost you doesn't cost you a lot of money to do that. Just it might cost you time, might outsource a few things here or there. But then once you know what's working, you can take all of that and put it into an ad strategy. Um, totally. And you can still and be extremely profitable in that time too. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. coming from a service provider um, angle here, but, you know, I'm four years into my business. I haven't, I've never run a Facebook ad yeah. and I've got a, you know, over six-figure business. Um, yeah. And that's because I spent... The early years, testing my message, testing organic yeah. marketing, testing content, figuring out what works, narrowing down what attracts. And now when I'm confident confident on that, sure, now I'm going to invest in Facebook ads because I know that the return will be high. Um, but, you know, that's a safe bet that you can definitely be, if you're a risky kind of gal, you know, you yeah, can yeah. go for it. Totally. Go, yeah, because what what are you going to lose? Potentially, maybe two two k a month. Like nowadays, when we we're talking about this beforehand, you're probably going to be spending a thousand dollars minimum on someone helping you with those Facebook ads, and then maybe a thousand dollars to trial um, the the budget. So, yeah, yeah. if you're prepared to see what, because yeah. that two k could turn into twenty k, you just exactly. you don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, organic comes first. I do, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure you know you're speaking my language there so um getting into kind of the the marketing part of it then as a social media gal myself from you know way back what are some of the biggest trends right now for e-commerce because social media is where they're going to start first right instagram yeah. facebook so what are some of the big trends you see that are good for e-com yeah, so I'm all about embracing video as much yeah. as I know women hate to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say the same when I say to a client, they're like, what What can I do to help with my reach and engagement? And I'm like, video. Video, yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of my client, well, past clients, Jo from Love Skin, she's based in New Zealand. She has beautiful natural skincare. I worked with her for six months and we doubled her revenue in six months. But those six months, I told her to get on video and she resisted the whole <laughs> six months. And then finally, when, you know, the six months was over, she started getting on video. And of course, now she loves it and it's exploding and she's leaning into it and she's embracing it. And that's not an uncommon thing. Like yeah. don't expect you are going to love video, putting your face out there or doing anything on video straight away. You're not. You're going you're gonna to suck at it probably and you're going to feel, you know, icky and gross, but that's okay. You're, you're starting from somewhere and you're building a new muscle and it's a muscle that doesn't cost you anything. That's why yeah. I love it. It's yeah. going to, and I've, I've got a freebie that I did a couple of weeks ago, 15-minute reels because I'm a massive believer in, trying to bash out some video in the least amount of time because yeah. there's no point spending a day shooting one reel. No. There's no guarantee <laughs> it's going to work, yeah. I, I don't have time for that. 
So yeah. I don't teach that. Exactly. Because I don't, exactly. I don't, I just don't have the time for it myself. Yeah. Personally. So if I don't have the time for it and I live in that space, how can someone I work with have the time for it? She's got your yeah. own business to run. So I'm a big fan of making video as easy as possible. Totally. And you don't want to set anyone up for, for failure or self-sabotage. Like the reels are amazing. I love them and the transitions and the, it's all great, but realistically for, a, for an and average. And for e-com, there's some fancy reels out there. Let's be honest. There's yeah. some pretty schmick transitions. There is. So you've got to be kind to yourself. You know, don't compare yourself to someone who's spent all day doing it or spent $2,000 on a course learning how to do transitions, you know. Or has outsourced it and has an influencer and a team and a videographer and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't compare yourself because you don't know, this is the other thing, you don't know what's going on under the hood of their business. They could have spent $20,000 on all that stuff that you're watching, Mm -hmm. whereas you've got um, 20 minutes instead of $20,000 and that's cool. You've got your iPhone and the baby's asleep and you're trying to make a quick reel. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I do in my business. Like I do one of my most successful reels is me being an idiot, but um, I did it when I was making chicken nuggets for dinner, you know, the kids in the background (laughs) watching Bluey, like, you know, got 3,000 views or whatever, you know, lots of and 100 likes or whatever. Um, So don't feel you need to be fancy. Um, You need to be yourself. You need to be clear. You need to. It has to be quality, like don't let it be crappy, um, yeah. but you don't have to be fancy. Start small, but just embrace it. And the other thing is with video, try and touch all the different surfaces on Instagram, which also makes people freak out as well. But you've got stories for daily. You know, you've got IGTV for launches or special events. Um, you've got lives for the same sort of thing. So try and use a little bit of everything in your, say, month-long period of, you know, if you're planning your month. Or, you know, if you just fly by the seat of your pants, that's okay too. But yeah. at least you're trying video. Yeah. And another thing with video I say to people when they're getting started is just, like, play to your strengths. Like, if you're a born talker and you love doing live streams, then start with that. Like, yeah. get your product, jump on a live, show them a little bit of how it works and yeah. do that. And you can always, like, download it and get it cropped down and repurposed into something else too. Like, if that's, um, you know, how you need to get started that way. Or if, you know, you love that kind of TikTok short snackable version, which is Reels, then start with that if that's your thing too. There's no right right. I mean, definitely this strategy and you need to double down on strategy at some point. But when you're getting started, I think show up for the the video you can show up for. That's going to make you more comfortable. It's going to make you more consistent. And, you know, there's ways to repurpose that content. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, if if it's leading to engagement and conversions, then you're heading in the right direction sorry engagement conversions and conversations because if you're getting your feet wet with stories you know people are going to reply and those conversations you know they're the people that you want to be attracting so you're doing something right so yeah baby steps um but you know if you're avoiding it like your head is in the sand try and just pull it out a little bit um because it is going to help you you don't have to pay for it um it's easy you can do it at any time of day um and it's also video is the quickest and easiest way to demonstrate features and benefits and at, for a product-based business we're always talking about these are the features so this is how it opens yeah. this is what it what color it is this is 
how big it is and benefits, you know, it's going to change your life because of this or you're going to save time because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a favourite of mine. Yeah, for sure. Any other any other social media trends other than video? Ah, oh, let me think. No, that's the main no, one. Yeah, if you that's to give one gold nugget. One thing. Yeah. Just go and double down on some video. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think that it is the future of it social is. media. And I think if we're going to keep it simple, then that's the thing you need to be focusing on right now. Yeah. That's for any business, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for sure. Um, awesome. So in wrapping up, is there any kind of last words that you want to share with anyone listening and where can we find you on the internet? Oh, well, last words, you're doing an amazing job. Um, you know, be kind to yourself and get support if you're feeling lost because, you know, you can't, you can't see, sometimes you can't see your gaps and opportunities. You need a fresh pair of eyes to see that. Um, and find me on the internet. I'm always hanging out at Instagram on Instagram. So it's at Lisa Byrne Marketing. And you can go to my website, lisaburn.com.au to find out about my course and my one-on-one services and also my podcast, which is e-commerce marketing society podcast. Awesome. And I'll put all the links to that in the show notes for the episode. Um, and your Ecom Grow Strong, you're launching again in February next year. Yes. So it's not, but you've got a wait list for it at the moment. Yes. So we'll put a link so you, through to that as well. Yeah. 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 Because you can save $200 if you're on the wait list. Yes. I love a wait list. <laughs> yes. I heard you talking about it. I was like, tick, I'm already yeah. doing that. No, I love wait lists. You know why I love them is because I love the convenience of it coming to my inbox and not having to go back and find someone's Instagram profile and see when things are happening. I'm I'm all about making things easier. Um, Yeah. So for sure. Awesome. Well, it was so great to have you on today. Thank Um, you. I loved it. I know that anyone out there listening that has an e-commerce business or is thinking about it would definitely have got some gold from that. And I encourage all of you to go follow Lisa, she is really just a, a bright little shiny part of Instagram, <laughs> always <laughs> oh, smiling nice. and always got something great to say. So I love um, being in your community as well. So thank you so thank much. You. You're so kind. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the social hub forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the social media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.